Hi, everyone, and thank you for listening to another episode of Declutter Empress Radio. I am your host, Daria, and today I'm going to provide you with a few tips on how to stop wasting money. Enough is enough. I came across the concept several years ago in a book called Your Money or Your Life by Vicki Robbins and Joe Dominguez. In summary, there's a chapter that essentially asks, how much of your time, energy, are you willing to trade to live a fulfilled and satisfied life? For example, if you're really into having the latest trends and feel satisfied and fulfilled, by no means go for it. However, if you're finding the number of hours to work to pay for these items is not aligning with your values and results in hardly any satisfaction, then it may be time to do some reassessments. When I read this, it changed the way I viewed my time and money. So without further delay, let's dive right in. Tip number one, quality over quantity. About four years ago, I bought a pair of winter boots from an online discount retailer. These boots were regularly $200, but I bought them for $80. On average, I walk around 15 miles in them daily. I finally got rid of them after four good years, but they treated my tootsies well. I learned that quality over quantity stands the test of time. I used to purchase boots yearly and wonder, what is happening? I just bought these. But after this experience, I learned that it's worth it to have the upfront costs in the beginning instead of just buying the same thing over and over again. So this was just one example of how I began saving money by focusing on quality over quantity. I'm building what's called my forever wardrobe, so to speak. My wardrobe now is comprised of accessories, clothes, and shoes that I actually wear, and it's versatile for just about any occasion. I often wear, I often would wear a daily uniform in the office, which was low maintenance and saved me tons of money and time and ironing and dry cleaning. It was just a pair of black slacks and a black blazer with a very top. And now that many of us are on Zoom, the savings is even more substantial. Cha-ching! Now, when it comes to accessories like handbags or purses, I'm into also purchasing quality. I purchased my share of cheap purses, believe me, and I have found that the leather chips after a few months. Now, you can purchase a good quality handbag, and I'm not talking about those that are over $500, but if you have it, go for it. There are good quality purses out there in the $100, $50 and $300 range that will last for years. And I tend to lean towards black leather bags because I find them classy and they go with just about anything. Now, one of the best ways I've found to preserve my purses or any product for that matter, but I'll talk about purses here in particular, is that I did a little research to see how I could make my purses last for a long time. And one of the things I found out was the best place to store my leather bags was in a cotton pillowcase and keep the silica gel in them. You know, those little gels and the little white packs that look like salt packets, they are actually used to preserve the leather. So whenever you're making a major purchase, it's good to preserve it based on your judgment and how long you want to keep it. Tip number two, buy something, give something. Another great way to stop wasting money is to taking in the concept of when you bring something into your home, give something away. Whenever I purchase a new item, I like to give something away 
to prevent accumulating a bunch of stuff. I like to give away something to prevent access in my house. I don't like to have an overabundance of anything in my home. If I bring a new handbag or a new set of dishes into the house, I like to give one away. It's how I maintain my little happy, uncluttered oasis. Tip number three, think green. Okay, switching gears to office supplies. Let me count the ways. How many office supplies do we really need? I discovered a plethora of pens hiding in my supply drawer. I learned that a few pens are all I need. I don't think I'll have to purchase another pack of pens for two years. And I write a lot. But it really is amazing when you think about the days when most of the world was in the office and the number of supplies that would be stockpiled on shelves. It was just ridiculous. I'm sure much will change as the world begins to open and a little bit more. Less is more. And it's definitely more when it comes to printer, paper, and ink. My printer and ink usage has dropped dramatically. Hello, Dropbox. Cloud archiving is the way to go. Not only will you save money by not spending on ink and paper, but also you will be contributing to a greener environment. And finally, tip number four, cut excess spending on food. I believe this is something near and dear to all of our hearts. How to stop throwing away money on excess food, especially eating out every single day. Since the pandemic, it seems like most of us found creative ways to cook or bake. Shout out to yummy homemade bread. Once upon a time when I had quite the long commute, I ate out mostly because of constantly being on the go. On average, I was spending almost $200 per month eating out alone. But since then, I have discovered fast and furiously a thousand wonderful ways to create meals with beans. Pinto, lima, black and red, you name it, I've made it. I've used different spices to produce that bright burst of surprise flavor in my mouth to spice up something as plain as beans. This is the art of cooking. A little cheese, chili powder, peppers, and cucumbers go a long way to liven up any meal. I am all in with this notion that I eat to live and not live to eat. I cringe when I think about all the food I would toss out in a week that went bad. I remember my father always saying, don't make your eyes bigger than your stomach. And I often think of this as I'm strolling through the store with my list. It definitely helps me to not overindulge on anything. I understand it's a challenge with large families because we don't want to run out of snacks for our kids. However, a way to avoid making huge purchases is to take inventory of all the regular items you need on hand before you make that grocery trip. I like to have my cabinets and fridge where it's almost down to nothing. Only purchase food items that will be eaten for seven days. And don't forget to include the days for eating out. This does not have to be overwhelming. Have the kids participate in making their own list and then consolidating for the week. When you shop for the week, track the purchase and discuss how much you saved. A portion of the money saved can go into a savings or some other need outside of the food budget or just a simple nice treat. I also discovered that using every staple to create a meal is the spice of life. A wise woman once told me that so long as you have eggs, milk, and butter, you can make a meal. You can even switch it up with takeout. Going out for a burger? Make fries at home. Or better yet, have it with carrots or another favorite vegetable. If it's taco meat and you want nacho chips, 
On the side, why not grab those tasty chips already in your cabinet? With a little coordination and some effort, this can be accomplished with planning. Now this is not in set in stone, but I think you get the picture. Once you begin taking inventory, you will get to a point where you just don't want to see your money wither away in this endless loop of access. With that said, I hope these tips will help you make the best choice that's sustainable for you and your family. If you have additional tips on ways to stop wasting money, I want to hear them. Please let me know in the comments. And until next time, take great care of yourselves and live clutter-free.